Hey guys, this is Naylor with LCR Media Podcast. Thanks again for listening. We're here at Synced Live with yet another episode, uh, meeting lots of great folks, uh, lots of great networking opportunities. It's, it's, it's a second year. It's a small event, but I think it's good that way. I mean, I know the, the goal is to grow, but there's something to be said from this versus the huge like 20,000 plus uh, events. There's a totally different vibe. There's a lot more learning, more intimate one-on-one conversations here, and, and we're having a great time. So uh, with that being said, I have another special special guest with me, Aaron. How's it going, Aaron? It's going well. How are you doing, Naylor? I'm great. I'm great. So we're out here in the lobby trying to squeeze in as much content as we can in between all the events here at Synced Live. Um, this, is, you, this is obviously your first time at Synced Live, and um, you are new, new entrepreneur as well. Tell us about that. Tell us about yourself. Sure thing. So my name is Aaron Farrer. I'm from northern Indiana, where I had an idea for a product that makes pulling tarps faster and easier. And I had the idea working for my dad's lawn service. Uh, it was born out of necessity because when I was younger, he was having me do all the hard work, pulling tarps, hauling them back and forth uh, all day during leaf season. And it gets to be really, really exhausting work. So I had that classic, I think, entrepreneurial moment where I thought there's got to be a better way. And I came up with a prototype for the ant, aka the apparatus for navigating tarps. And it's something that my dad and I would never go back to working without. So when I finished up with school and got out of the army, I thought I'm going to bring this to the market and find out if other people like it as much as we do. And after a year of being on the market, I think so far people really like it. So that's encouraging and lets me know that I should continue leaning into it and try and grow the company and get more ants out there. That's an awesome story. And, and like we said off air, there's lots of, you know, there's the, the Nick Carlson's with Mulch Me and, you know, Wyatt with uh, Ramp Rack. You know, those are like, you know, bigger, uh, like like big time, you know, um, products and, and inventions, innovations for the industry. But it's still the same concept of guys working in the field, whether they're business owners or working for other folks. And they like like you said, there's they, they, they have that moment like there's got to be there's got to be a better way. And, 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 and this is the great time for that. I love that because there's just like there's no better time, I think, right now than or ever than right now in, in, in the world and in, in today's day and age of being able to do that, being able to say that and then do something about it. You know what I mean? I, I think that's really exciting. And um, so what, uh, what, what did you get out of this event? Well, I, I made a lot of great connections. Um, the best thing you can go home from any trade show with is a stack of business cards. And I've got that, so that box is checked. Um, also being new on the scene, I'm trying to make waves, trying to get noticed and really just generate buzz about the ant. So it's out there, but we're still a startup on a shoestring budget. So we're not paying for those crazy ads in the magazines every month. Um, so anyway, that's, you know, I, I tell people I sell on my website, I sell on Amazon and anywhere that I can be. So it's really something where I've just got to get out there showcase the product, be there to answer questions people have about it. And just help inform everyone that there's an easy way to pull tarps and uh i'm having a lot of fun doing it nice nice and how many uh is this your first conference that you've gone to or have you been to some others i've been to a handful of shows so it all started with the indiana green expo in indianapolis last year and then we had a smaller show at purdue university in the summer and that was all leading up to doing a quip expo or a gie in the fall last year which was really daunting being this like small fry company uh, amidst like Skag and Toro. And I mean like the big names in the industry. 
but we held our own and a bunch of people went home with ants and I got excellent feedback from them. So super duper invaluable. Um, starting this year, the trade show circuit started last week, again with the Indiana Green Expo in Indianapolis. And that was cool. Things kind of came full circle being back at the place that I started. And then I flew out to Vegas for the National Hardware Show at the end of last week just to scope it out and see if it'd be a good place for the ant. I think it would be, so we'll see how things go next year. And I, I got an invitation to come to Synced Live, and I felt like I couldn't turn it down. So flew in from Vegas on Friday night and was on the road to Atlanta Saturday or Sunday morning. <laughs> nice, nice. So what? where can people um, find more about ant? So all of the information contained in the literature that I hand out is available on the website. Um, it should be easily accessible. If it's not, shoot me an email and let me know like, hey, you forgot to put this, but I think it's pretty good. I'm pretty happy with it. Spent a lot of time on that website. Um, it's available on Amazon and all the information is there too. Um, but if you happen to have questions about it and you get to the website, my email is on there. Everything leads back to me personally, Aaron. So feel free to reach out. I can answer any questions and talk about it. Or if you just want to say, hey, there's a cool conference coming up. You should come to this. I appreciate the heads up in advance. Nice. Yeah, we're all, we're, all, we're all friends here. We're all trying to help each other out in the community. What's that website one more time? It's www.theanttool.com. Nice. And we'll put that in the episode description for you guys so you can click on it easily and, and check it out. So thanks, Aaron. It was good having you on the show and, and, and checking out. I saw you running back and forth. You know, you're pulling people in it and having yeah. contests and Everyone having a good go time. A tarp ride. <laughs> Say that again. Everyone wanted to go for a tarp ride. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So it's, it's a lot of uses for that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to following your story and, and seeing you at the next conference. Thanks, Aaron. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in again to the LCR Media Podcast. I'm your host, Naylor Taliaferro. We are still at Synced In Live, getting lots of great content, networking, meeting a lot of great folks. Been going through uh, uh, interviewing the panelists from this morning, and we have here Dr. Damon Abdi. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you for being here. I know you've been here, been here all day. I see you've been going around networking, talking, talking to other panelists, uh, you know, the speakers around the panel, and and uh, just just talking shop, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we can talk, go into like what you guys focused on at the, in the panel and go from there. All right, sounds great. So uh, my career in the green industry started pretty young. Uh, as a teenager, I was involved in landscaping jobs, working for myself, helping out with my neighbor's properties, uh, things of that matter. And then as I continued to age, I uh, got working into residential landscaping um, around my community, Worked for a small company there, and it was at that point that I had an interest in starting my own landscaping company, at which point I went off to get a bachelor's in landscape contracting from Penn State. And then really towards the end of my academic career there, I really fell in love with the research in horticulture. Um, so I went from working residential to commercial landscaping to really fall in love with that research, and that led me to pursue a PhD in horticulture at Michigan State. And throughout that time, I focused a lot on water and fertilizer and pesticide management. And then now that's led me to my current role at 
uh, LSU Ag Center at the Hammond Research Station, where I'm an assistant professor in uh, extension horticulture. So I'm really glad to be able to give back to the industry that I uh, was born and raised in and then um, continue to develop content for them. Nice, nice. So what what uh what were you guys talking about up at the on the panel the the live panel earlier today? So this morning we had a number of people, uh, myself and three other people, talking about um, different sustainable concepts in landscaping, and we all have different backgrounds. Uh, we're all from different states, from Florida to Texas, and we each were able to share some of our views. Um, we had people talking about their views as contractors, and then. Some of I discussed some of my views on you know being able to create this educational content on real sustainable practices, particularly as it pertains to addressing runoff water and contaminant movement. Okay, nice, nice. Um, so what what are some of your takeaways from uh, from from the panel? Like I know there was other panelists and everyone kind of had their perspective to share. What what were some of your takeaways from that? Well, what's great about this kind of event is just walking around and just within our panel, we have a whole diverse set of backgrounds. We all play different cogs in this machine that we call the green industry. And it's a great opportunity for us to learn what other people are doing, what kind of successes they've had, what kind of challenges that they're facing, and give ourselves the opportunity to self-reflect how we can refine some of our roles. Also identify ways that we can... um, work together and really strengthen the community and help each other and learn from each other. Yeah. What are some opportunities for, for yourself or, or who you work with? So one of the main things that I take a lot of pride in is um, myself and a great team of folks um, over at the LSU Ag Center. Um, we really help with putting educational content for all of our landscape contractors and nursery folks throughout the state of Louisiana Gulf South and beyond. And we believe that education is really the foundation for professionalism in this industry and for doing things the right way, for creating environmentally sustainable landscapes, for creating more healthy businesses as well, and really supporting our green industry and providing as much actionable knowledge as possible. Nice, nice. What are some What are some uh, future goals for twenty twenty three? It's it's February. It's still pretty pretty early in the year. So, yeah, I can't believe it's already uh, <laughs> flying by. Yeah. So some of the things that we're really excited about is expanding our education series in different parts of the state, and we have classroom events for our contractors there. But another thing we're really looking at is getting kind of model demonstration sites where people can tangibly see some of these technologies, some of these practices that we um, believe can really help the sustainability of the industry. And people can go see that firsthand. That includes walking up and seeing it, but also allowing them to take uh, partake in the installation and be able to get that real hands-on experience that you can't quite replicate elsewhere. Welcome to Toro Tuesday. This week, I wanted to focus on probably, arguably, one of my favorite, if not the favorite, multi-force attachment. It is one of their newer attachments at the time of the recording of this. It's called the Mulch Force. So it's the Multi-Force Mulch Force, a little bit of a tongue twister there if you say that a bunch of times fast. Uh, But it's, as it says, all about mulch. Um, You know, it's not meant for you to be putting 
heavy things like rocks and dirt and things like that. It's really specifically meant for mulch, which pairs up nicely with turf care. I mean, you know, you're, you're cutting people's grass. A lot of times they, they're asking you if they you can freshen up their mulch beds or install fresh new mulch, um, regardless of what time of year you do that in. Uh, instead of using like a buggy, a powered buggy or a powered wheelbarrow, or even I've used in the past dingoes, Toro dingoes with the, you know, get the biggest bucket attachment they have and you just scoop up the mulch and you just drive it to where you got to go, dump it. And it's basically, instead of, so you don't have to push the wheelbarrows, especially if it's long distances and if it's uphill and so on, you're trying to do whatever you can to save that energy. Because as those of you may or may not know, Doing mulch is is in some cases backbreaking, but it's definitely uh, hard work. It's it's exhausting, you know. To, again, depending on how far you have to go back and forth pushing the wheelbarrow with full of mulch, you know, if you have bigger wheelbarrows, it's going to be more mulch you're going to fill it up with. It's even more, but you're going to take less trips because you're being able to transport more mulch. Um, with bigger ones, one wheel, two wheel, all these pros and cons, but it's you're still pushing wheelbarrows back and forth, and especially if you're going uphill. That's that's brutal. Um, going, you'd rather be going downhill, you know, with, with the full wheelbarrow, and then uphill with an empty one. But either way, you're just exhausting yourself, wearing yourself down. Anyone that's working with you or for you, so anything that you can do to eliminate that or alleviate that is going to increase your productivity. So the mulch force is basically a, a bucket um, that's attached to your multi-force, your Toro multi-force onto the front and uh, your low, your low flow hydraulics hydraulically control that. So not only are you filling that up, you know, with, with the mulch, uh, which you can put, it moves up to 10.7 cubic feet, uh, 250 pounds of mulch, but you can go up to speeds of 10 miles an hour on the mower, right? So not only can you fill that up, and then use the mower to quickly get from place to place to where you need to dump the mulch. But when you get there, you don't even have to get off of the mower and do anything manually. You just use the the uh, the controls for the hydraulics to just uh, lift the bucket up and dump it over, just like you were if it was like a dump truck or a dump bed, and you lift it up and you dump everything out. So now you have that in the front of your mower, so you can just easily do that. You can dump a little bit at a time if you've got smaller sections or smaller mulch beds, you know, they're not that wide or deep or whatever. And you just need to dump a little pile here, a little pile there, or you can just go right up to a big open uh, mulch bed and just dump the entire thing in there, back up, you know, uh, close it back down and go ahead and drive off, drive back to the mulch pile and fill that back up. So to me, this is such a time saver, such an energy saver, which increase your profits because you can get more done with less time, less energy. I mean, you can really, especially if you're a solo operation, just having this alone is going to help you get more mulch jobs done. Yes, you still got to get out there and spread the mulch, but that's, you know, then that's all you got to do is spread the mulch. That's half the battle. You're not exhausted from pushing the mulch back and forth, you know, with wheelbarrows, getting it from point A to point B, and then having to spread it all. You know, you're still going to have to shovel the, the, the mulch into the, the, the mulch force, just like you would into a wheelbarrow, but at least, you know, you know that that's all you're doing with the energy wise. You're not then also having to push it up and down or wherever you got to go long distances. So, it's been a total game changer and, and back saver uh, for me in my business. I used it last year for mulch season, and, and it's it's phenomenal. So I just really like those details that I just uh, mentioned. If you want all the visuals, again, as always, if you want to see what it looks like, see it in action, little video clips, things like that, you can go ahead on 
the link in the episode description for Toro.com that'll take you right there to check out everything you need to know about the mulch forks. Do you want to save time and energy while increasing profits? Make your truck do the work with TruckMate. TruckMate attaches to any standard pickup truck hitch with no modifications. Remove the tailgate and turn your truck into a material dispensing monster. With the push of a button, you can pull material like mulch, stone, and topsoil from the truck bed and convey it in either direction directly into a wheelbarrow in seconds. Now you can have one man take one truck to knock out some of the small jobs in no time. The conveyor can also be removed Move from the tarp roller, allowing you to unload any material right onto the ground. This could be handy for dumping debris or firewood deliveries. TruckMate can pull more weight than even your truck can hold. Plus, you can still attach a plate-mounted hitch to pull a trailer if needed. Think of all the year-round uses for this truck attachment to make your business more productive and save your back in the process. This is perfect for small residential lawn and landscape businesses. Head over to mulchmateusa.com and save $400 on TruckMate with the promo code LCR. And of course, the link will be in the show notes. LCR not only uses the TruckMate, but he gives it his highest endorsement. This uh, Synced Live is, is has a very uh, uh, educational vibe. Like everyone that we've talked to, you know, you, you a lot of you have educational background. You're providing education, um, and and I think that's that's really important. I honestly, in, in in my experience up to now, I haven't really been able to network with too many uh, folks, you know, in in the education to this extent. You know, like uh, above and beyond, like sharing content and things like that. Like that's educating to a certain level too, and sharing stories and things like that. But you guys have actual programs and resources, and where where can folks find like where can you get access to all that or any of that? So a lot of these materials um, for the stuff that we do uh, over at the LSU Ag Center, you can go. Um, to LSU Ag Center, their webpage, and you can go to the Hammond Research Station, uh, our webpage there. We've got a lot of great information there. We've got a fantastic team working at that station. And you can also email me at dabdi at agcenter.lsu.edu, and I'm happy to help and serve the green industry in any way I can. Okay, and we'll put all that in the show description for sure. So this way you guys um, can just access that easier, click on the links and so on for that. Um, so what what um, what really started all of this for you? Like, let's go way back. Like, you know, where, where what's your, you know, original, original origin story? So going back in this little time machine of ours, <laughs> um, you know, as a kid, I always loved being outside. I love nothing more than just going out in the water, going in the woods, or playing sports outside with my friends. And for me, the classroom was not exactly where I wanted to be, ironically, considering my academic pursuits. But from a young age, I knew I wanted to work outside. I wanted to work in working with nature. And there was something also to be said about how rewarding it was to be able to come up with the concept of landscape design and then install it and from start to finish being able to see this whole development a kind of work that you can take a lot of pride in and you get that sense of satisfaction that uh, we're very fortunate to have in our industry and even though my end game has evolved over the time from wanting to be um, a business owner to now being a faculty member um, I still stay true to my roots about finding ways to really give back to the industry that's always supported me. Gotcha. Yeah. So you went from like, you know, business owner to educator. 
I, I almost kind of yeah, I feel like that's a natural progression for a lot of us. So that's that's good. It's it's a way to kind of give back and and uh, spread the message and help the industry grow. You know, beyond yourself and your business, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, there I have a, a segment here at the end of every show. I've got these pod decks where we just it just random questions that have nothing to do with lawn and landscape. So <laughs> you just right. kind of ask them. I mean, you, you pick a card and uh, read the question and then answer them. You know, stuff like uh, is is a hot dog a sandwich and why? You know, like uh, what's the weirdest tradition your family has? Like just all kinds of interesting things, just to kind of switch it up a little bit at the end of the episode. Maybe get to know folks a little bit differently. So you you, you down? Let's you do game? it. All right, here you go. All right, what do we got here? What happened on your worst date? <laughs> your worst date? Oh, oh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, oh, where to start? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, I take pride a lot in working in the green industry, and you know, I'm somebody who's really passionate about, it, of course. And when somebody absolutely has no interest in it it's not always the best thing but i would have to say i'm also a huge sports fan so when i'm on a date with somebody and she mentions uh she's a fan of a team that i hate <laughs> i'm a penn state grad for undergrad so ohio state not yeah a big fan <laughs> um i'm at lsu now so not yeah. the biggest bama fan either yeah but um if there's if there's some discrepancies in sports or in you know, valuing the things that I care about, it's it's probably not going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's go for another one. All right. If you could jump into a pool full of something, what would it be? Now, that's a tough question. Um, assuming it's got to be something edible because I can't pick money. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, in that case, I would have to say I'm a big barbecue fan, so... Maybe barbecue sauce. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's the go. best thing I can think of. And I could, there you, go. you know, maybe it's that thinner Carolina style barbecue sauce. I could maybe swim through it. Nice. But, um, nice. You know, that's that's kind of how I do it. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> Spoken like a true Louisiana boy, huh? Trying to. <laughs> nice. Well, do you have any tips, uh, any parting words for anyone that's in this industry or wants to get in this industry and, you know, they, just some startup tips or maybe just to get them to the next level? Yeah, absolutely. So the one thing that I would suggest for everybody is always be learning. And this doesn't just have to come through formal events, um, through some of the programs that, you know, like we do in Louisiana and throughout other states, but this comes from learning from your peers, learning from people who have been in the industry for a while. It's great to find and identify mentors that, you can learn from them. I was very fortunate to have a number of very influential people in my life that were able to guide me and lead me to being the person I am today. And always be learning, always keep an open mind and find ways to really break the mold. And if you're not growing, you're doing something wrong. There we're in plants. Go. It's all about growing. Right. Yeah. So. If, you're not, if you're not learning, you're not growing. Yeah. That's that's what I've been saying lately today, it seems like. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for that advice. And thanks for your time uh, on the to being on the podcast today. And for obviously for what you share on the panel for everyone that's attended Sync Live. So thank you very much. And I, I wish you all the best with everything. All right. It's thank good, you for having me. Good meeting you. Thanks. Pleasure. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.